I want to welcome everyone to the Tom Bomb Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4, on Pop Radio Worldwide, Spotify Premium, iHeartRadio. Before I say anything else, I want to say shout out Kane Vaughn, and rest in peace Kane Vaughn. He was murdered Friday night in Atlanta outside of Hookah Bar. This week's going to be a little different setup. It's just going to be me. Tony's not going to be on the show because of scheduling. The show must go on, so let's get it started. Get right into it. News of the week. Six years ago today, Future dropped his tape Monster. Huge tape for him. I think this is really when his career took off. Radical, song two on there, Metro Boomin. Amazing song. Fuck up some commas. Obviously a banner all across the country. My favorite personal song on it, Coding Crazy. Uh, six years, Futures came a long way. So many more tapes after that. So many more classics. Now he's considered as one of the best in the game to people in hip-hop and myself. Future's going to go down as one of the best to ever do it when he's done rapping, without a doubt. Next thing we're going to look at, five years ago this week, Lil Uzi dropped his tape, Love Is Rage. Let's look at the track list. 7 a.m., love that song by him. Safe House, great intro, I thought. Yamborghini Dream featuring Young Thug. That's a huge cosign for him at the time. He was young, upcoming. Young Thug was already a staple in the game. Top, I love that song. Don Cannon produced that. Obviously a great track. This was also a huge cosign at the time for him. Queso featuring Wiz Khalifa. I think that's great. Obviously, Uzi's went on and on and on after that. Dropped the turn on take this year. One of the best albums of the year. No question from me about Uzi. I think he's going to continue to drop heat. This anniversary I love because I'm from the East Coast. I've spent a lot of time in Philly, and Meek Mill is one of my favorite artists in the game. Eight years ago today, Meek dropped his debut album on a big label. Let's take a look at the track list. Obviously, Dreams and Nightmares. One of the best intros of all time. Any album ever, Dreams and Nightmares. I think everyone who loves hip-hop across the world knows that song word for word yawn and getting it featuring kirk Baines. kirk Baines was hot at the time and this was a really good song obviously he has the rick roth's feature amen featuring drake great track drake was really hot at the game that cosign really put meek up and up tony story part two great song he just dropped part three i think two years ago on the dc4 mixtape i can't wait for part four he said it's going to be a movie i hope it comes out with the whole clip Rich and Famous featuring Louis V. I thought that was a good track. Um, Maybach Curtains. Nas, John Legend, Rick Ross. Legendary track. Mill's one of the most consistent rappers in the game. You never have to question his pen. Never mumble rap either. Love Meek Mill. Can't wait for him to drop his next album. Hopefully it comes sooner than later. He hasn't dropped one in a minute. Let's move on. I love this. Juice World. Most streamed artists of October with 718 million streams. That just screams to his legacy. Not much more to say about Juice World. I just want to say, rest in peace, Juice World. This is the last stat I'm going to give you of the week. Actually, mind-blowing stat. Not surprising at all because who it is. Drake's Take Care album has been on the Billboard Top 200 
for 400 straight weeks. Not really much to say here either. Uh, one of the best entertainers of all time, definitely of our generation. Drake's new album's coming soon. Certified Lover Boy. I really hope it's better than the last tape he dropped. But he has classic albums. Drake's Take Care is known as a classic album in hip-hop. It's not my favorite. My favorite by him is nothing was the same. But just a crazy stat. That's all the news I got for you guys this week. Let's get into the music. Let's take a look at this list that the new albums came out. First one on the list I'm excited to see. Trippy Red. Immediately excited for Life Was A Trip. I really enjoyed that album. His last album wasn't as good as Life's A Trip. But this album, Pegasus, amazing album. Also excited for Little Keys Trapped on Cleveland 3. The deluxe, the original was great. came out a few weeks ago. Kane Vaughn, welcome to O-Block. I was really hyped for this. And I know that after an artist dies, his streams are going to go up, up, up. But we've been talking about Kane Vaughn on this show for weeks now. And um, he's one of the best storytellers in the game. And it's unfortunate that his life got cut short. I'm sure that he's going to have music after his death. And I can't wait to hear that also. Buster Rhymes, The Wrath of God. Buster Rhymes is one of the best rappers to ever do it. Especially his old music. He was on fire in the beginning of his career. I still have him out rapping a lot of people. Snot, Beautiful Havoc. I'm not the biggest Snot fan, but his music is growing on me, and I think he's doing a great job. He's also from New York, so shout out Snot. ASAP 12E, Noon Young. I was really excited when I saw this. I think somebody from ASAP, except Ferg, has got to keep holding the tradition down for yams. I mean, Rocky's been MIA. I've put him as my artist to look out for, or not to look out for, my artist I need more music from, and... Unfortunately, he hasn't come through. Also, Wizkid, Made in Logos. Now it's time to look over the hottest singles that came out this week. Let's start here. Lil Durk featuring Young Thug and Six Black, Stay Down. I'm really looking forward to this song. Three uh, really big artists on one track. And it's good to see Six Black getting more recognition, even though he is a huge artist. But usually he doesn't come along with people you know, such as Lil Durk, like a street rapper like that. Doughboy and Southside featuring Future, the song Tweaking. Anything with Future, I immediately play. He never misses. I just went over this to start the show. Um, you know Future's not going to miss. It's just not in his DNA. French Montana featuring Pop Smoke, Double G. I'm not a huge French Montana guy. Um, I think after Max B got locked up, he really fell off. And, you know, I'm only listening. I'm here for Pop Smoke. Uh, that's it. Losses by Lil TJ. Lil TJ's been out of, uh, you know, the spotlight for a little bit. Not because of his music. He's been off social media. Um, he's back now. I can't wait to hear the track. Freddie Gibbs featuring Big Sean and Hip Boy. Four things. Hip Boy, I want to say right now, if I didn't say it. I think I said it last week, but if I didn't say this yet. Hip Boy is the best producer in hip-hop right now. He did Benny the Butcher's album, Big Sean's album, Nas's album, and he's been on every big album this year. Um, anything the hip boy touches, I immediately listen to, and obviously Freddie Gibbs and Big Sean are two of the best doing it right now. Let's see, Young Nudie and Metro Boomin, Vice City, looking forward to that. Weeks by Kevin Gates, we're always looking for Kevin Gates. Birdman featuring Young Greatness, Plaques. Um, you know, ever since the whole Birdman, Little Wayne thing, I really he hasn't dropped any music like that, so 
You know, let's see what it is. Young Scooter and Zaytoven featuring Future, Black Migo. Looking forward to this song. Um, let's see, we'll go over one more. Young Bands feature Mulatto, Freak Show. I mean, I'm not really looking out for Young Bands. Uh, there was a lot of hype behind him when he first came out. Um, I'm just going to say this. I don't really care. It's my show. I think he's trash. It's going to do it for the first segment of the show. We're going to be back after a music break. Once we come back, we're going to have track sounds on the show. He's the DJ for Maxo Cream, also one of the best producers in hip-hop. This is a Tom Bomb podcast on Pop Radio Worldwide, iHeartRadio, and Spotify Premium. Oh, I can't help myself tonight. Losing control in here. Bouncing all on me. Oh, wow. Welcome back to the Tom Bomb Podcast. We're on Spotify Premium, Pop Radio Worldwide, iHeartRadio. We're going to have an exclusive interview with Track Sounds. Oh, Track, yep. what's good, my boy? What's up, man? Finally, Yo, finally live and at it. Hell yeah. I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, bro. Hell yeah. yeah. We appreciate you having me, man. Let's get set up real quick. Oh, shit. You good? Yep. What's the deal, dog? What's good, bro? Yo, first thing I want to ask you, same thing I ask everyone that comes on right away. Uh, I just want to know, like, first of all, what made you love hip-hop or music in general? Uh, man, I've always always had it kind of in my family. My, uh, my dad grew up playing the guitar and played the guitar and the harmonica. My aunt did. So it kind of just, like, was always around me. And this is one of those things I was just naturally drawn to, like, I always just had a love for music. I knew all the words at like 10 to Lil Wayne songs and stuff. Like, I was just different, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of obvious music was in me. Yeah. I'm curious of, like, at what age did you start making beats? And I'm going to ask, when did you know that you can make, like, a living off doing it? Uh, I started making beats when I was about 13 or 14. So I've been making beats for shit 15 years now um it took a long time before i knew i was gonna make a living on it I, you know at first i kind of had dreams of oh you know i'll be some big producer then you know i got older and i was like, okay it's not as easy as it looks and then i kind of found ways to actually make money um so you know probably about eight years ago i started being able to like i was waiting tables and stuff so i was able to kind of stop doing that and then i just found different ways through music to uh keep man music's a lot of just finding different ways to make money so luckily i've been blessed to keep finding some ways to make money so <laughs> yeah i feel you on that um who was who was like the first like big artist that you ever had on a track uh who's their first big artist probably probably wiz i did a wiz track um in like 2011 that was on a, a taylor gang mixtape and uh that was like my first time that i was like Oh shit, like maybe I actually can like work with a few big artists. And then after that, like I worked with like two chains and Bun B and all Devin. I got a Devin placement and a millionaire, a few others like that, and started kinda of just piling on. I'm like, okay, maybe I actually like shit, maybe I actually got a shot. You know what I'm saying? So once I once the Wiz and Two Chains thing hit, I was like, All right, this is pretty real. So Yeah, how did the thing with you and Wiz come together? Did like you, you reach out to so, him? 
Man, that's actually a really, really cool story. Uh, I don't, I haven't really told that story many times, but uh, you know, I don't even, I don't want to uh, say too much. But they were in town on tour, needed some uh, some smoke, basically, <laughs> and uh, I just happened to see the tweet from one of their managers, and it all kind of connected. I ended up, uh, Wiz came out, and uh, he was like one of the coolest people ever. Man, he came up to me and was like. Uh, what's up, man? I'm Wiz. I'm like, man, I know who you are. <laughs> like, what's up? Yeah. like, I remember, like, he was super cool. Like, definitely one of the coolest people I met. The whole Taylor game was real cool. Um, this was back when, you know, you still had Scott Beat CDs. This was like 10 years ago, right when Cushion Orange Juice was popping off. Um, and I, you know, I gave a Beat CD to Chevy Woods because we kind of clicked a little more. I did a few, I've done probably like five or six records for Chevy. And uh, he linked me up with Wiz, did a record with him. And uh, yeah, it all kind of just came to that. Me just paying attention on Twitter, man, and right place, right time, really. Like, that's how a lot of connects have happened. Just yeah, that's present. how a lot have happened for me, too. Just re- exactly what you just said. Right just place. Being present, right man. Knowing, knowing the opportunities and then just kind of just, just being. Yeah, um, I need to ask you about this. Obviously, you're Maxo Cream's DJ. How did you and Maxo come together? Uh, it was about the same time as um, all that was kind of going off. I got one of the same things, man, right place, right time, and just knowing people. Um, I was friends with uh, an artist manager named Lauren. She uh, she worked with a few different people, um, and she called me, and she, she knew I just I had a studio with, with Chameleonaire's DJ, and I was just kind of getting my feet recording and stuff like that. And uh, I'd been recording forever because I had a studio – in my house when I was in high school, you know, cause where I lived. Um, and so I kind of just, uh, started putting it out that I wanted to record more. Lauren called me. She's like, Hey, I got this dude, Maxo. Um, he's, you know, just coming up. He hadn't released anything really then. Like, you know, like he, he, he's, he wants to take it serious. Like he wants to be in a good studio. So, um, yeah, he pulled up and we honestly just clicked. It really was just that, like, I, I uh like we had a we had a love for a lot of different things basketball and one uh you know smoking and one <laughs> yeah like me and that like, no lot like me and Maxo like we really like we clicked on a lot of things and just from there it was one of those things like just being a cool ass dude basically I don't want to sound like that but like I wouldn't plex issue issues he was always like um man I like you because you don't like try to tell me like how to do something or like. You don't tell me like how to cut a record you know what i'm saying like i would yeah. just record like he wouldn't like at that point like if you wanted my opinion i wasn't really producing the record per se it was more just like you want my opinion like i'll interject but otherwise like you're the artist like i'm not gonna sit here but oh man maybe you should retake that like that was never my style and we kind of just grew from there um and then yeah like we honestly like i said we just like clicks like it was one of the things like we just that's my dog uh, we've been too deep around the country a whole bunch of times you know in the trenches before he was with the deals and stuff like that too, so uh, yeah, it, it's been a fun ride with my my boy, and I definitely appreciate for appreciate him for for everything he's done for me for sure. So, yeah, I want to ask like from your perspective, like obviously Max O'Kane, he's he's a big, way bigger name now. Yeah, we first got together. Um, just what's it feel like to like go somewhere and you know like barely have people show up to like now where Man. you know he, he puts the microphone up and like he doesn't have to say a word. It, man, it's, it's crazy. Even not long ago, like the last tour, his first, he's done a couple of headlining tours, but like this last one was like his first under Rock Nation and shit. And we did this room in, in Warehouse, or in, uh, in Houston, it's called the House of Blues. 
and it's probably you know maybe holds like 1500 or something like or maybe over that it might have been 2000 in the place that night but we went from doing they have a small room at house of blues and it used to hold like two or three hundred we used to do that room barely get it filled out do some of the other rooms in houston and it's like we finally came back and sold out that place and had lines out and like i remember we just talked after like man this is crazy like we knew it was coming but even still then like just in the moment it's still like it's one of the things you gotta like soak in and it's just like it just is a, a testament to his grind like he works harder than like 99 percent of the artists i know uh, he really does like and he stays focused and he wasn't afraid to bet on himself like they put a lot of time and money and effort into him early on it was you know like a lot of artists are afraid to really push what they're about push their their image and stuff and like invest in themselves like they were spending money on videos promotion traveling like and it wasn't anything you know like just like they were they were earning on their own so like to see it come together now like i'm so happy for him and like i can't wait to get back on tour now yeah i love the video you posted of fatty live that shit's hard oh yeah it's legendary that was definitely like man we as 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 close as we probably ever would be to crying tears of some shit like that like we walked off stage it was like man this that's legendary bro like that's what, yeah. it, it really was epic shit for sure. Yo, if you talk to Max, I'll tell him I need that shit on fucking Apple Music, bro. Man, I don't even, man. So the Fetty thing is crazy too, because I in this studio right here, we were in here. Uh, that shit took like eight or nine hours overnight. Like we were all like, you know, we all had a, 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 a pretty funny night. You know what I'm saying? A lot of smoking, a lot of we were, we were on it too. So it came out. It's crazy because when the song was done, like everybody knew it was jamming. But nobody really knew, like, oh, this is the one that's about to just fucking take off. Because, like, Cardi was just brand, brand new, just coming out to Houston. Like, I'd known Dash for a few years. And Dash was Dax, Dash and Maxo were, like, the more known ones. And it was, like, that song, like, put Cardi on another level. And, uh, yeah, I'm still, like, man, the that that's a label thing that's so crazy. And I'm still waiting for my, my plaque on that. They're, they're, they're messing up with that. So. <laughs> yeah, if you need um, your plaque for that, that's a that's heat bro legendary legendary song for sure like i'm definitely honored to be a part of that so yeah from your work personally bro my my favorite shit i know you dropped that r&b i know you have an r&b album yeah but the other side i like that album you got some big yeah. names on there kevin gates asap ferg yeah. obviously max was on there devin the dude he's a legend yeah yeah um i was curious to know you got another tape like i know you can't say no release there nothing if you do but like you have another tape in the works or what's up with that uh not really man i ain't gonna lie like i did a few t like i actually got a lot of compilations that used to kind of be my thing like coming up even early on like man i had freddie gibbs on records before people were really messing with freddie um I'm trying to think who are some other I me mean, obviously maxo uh who are some other people i had dizzy Wright on some records that i had bud v on stuff like all types of stuff devin on all types of stuff for millionaire but uh, that other side, that was like my big first album that I pushed with promotion and stuff. And man, it was a fucking, it was a, it was a lot. It was a headache. Put a lot of money into it. Like it was, it was honestly just too much. I wouldn't do it again. I love it, and I like, I loved all the project. I all my like, the thing about it was I didn't, you know, I didn't have to pay for beats and have to pay for features. Everybody, it was like all people I knew. And uh, it still cost a ton of money and, like, was a ton of work and stuff like that. So I feel bad for artists all the time. That's why I, I do, like, beat giveaways and deals and stuff, too, because I know how hard it is to do that stuff. But I wouldn't – every once in a while, I, I'm a couple singles together and stuff, but a full project, I probably wouldn't do it again. It was just 
it was a lot. I really enjoyed it, but man, it was it was tough. All those person, it was like sixty people in there. So, could you imagine dealing with like sixty, you know, pretty solid artists to like high artists and stuff? Having to, I was having to clear stuff. Um, Kevin Gates label even took the project down for a little bit. Then I had to get it back up with clearance from Kev. Like it was, it was all types of stuff going on though. So, but luckily everybody was like, like so most of them were people I've known forever. So uh, it was just, it was pretty easy to navigate. A couple of them were a little tricky, but most of it was pretty good. Yeah, I wanted to touch on something you just said too. Uh, I wanted to ask this before you even brought it up. I love like on your page. I know I don't see, I don't think any. I can't think of another producer that you know, like you give advice to artists on like, you know, how to put yourself on playlists, like sites you can go on to get paid. Uh, yeah. What's your what's your motivation behind that? Just because you, you know the struggle behind it or like you're just trying to help artists? Big, a lot of that all kind of goes the same. Like, man, I like, so I record a lot too. Um, you know, production is mainly my focus, but I, I definitely engineer just kind of out of necessity for a lot of artists. And I, I see the struggles with a lot of them. You know, a lot of them don't understand anything about the music business. They just record a song and drop it. And then, you know, they wonder like, man, why'd I get five plays on my SoundCloud or something like that? And that's it. And it's like, man, you don't understand. Like, not necessarily that the music isn't good. It's more because you're not getting it to the, the right people that need to hear your music. Or, you know, like, that's the problem with a lot of, a lot of the big songs that get big isn't necessarily because it's a better song than other songs out there. It's just because they just did a better job of marketing and finding the avenues. So, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's part of to, to get the the word out to artists that there's a lot of different things that you can do and also just i, I like i kind of i like teaching and helping people i've always i run production camps and stuff like that and the same advice i give i feel like all these studio sessions all the time i end up telling these people the same stuff you just be putting it on online so and the more recent i've been focusing on just trying to get yeah. more content out you know like just because obviously it was i was answering the same questions over and over like what's you know what's important when artist drops things like that and I was like, I think probably a lot of people that follow me probably have the same question because I have producers that follow me. A lot, most of that follow me are probably artists. So you know, I feel like I need to cater to a lot of that too. And you know, producers, I make tons of beat videos all the time, so everybody kind of kind of can get a get a feel for it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And bro, before you get off here, I want to congratulate you. I saw the producer of the award, the Southern Entertainment Awards. Thank you. That's man. huge, you. bro. Just seeing Appreciate your name it. next to those other people. For sure. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was an honor. Definitely a lot of fire on that list. Even to be up there was, was pretty cool. So I'm working to catch them a little more. So. Yeah, I mean, I want to say congratulations on that, bro. I want to thank you for coming on. Um, for sure. I mean, I hope this COVID, I hope this COVID shit ends soon enough, and you guys come and play in LA. You know, I'll be out there. I'll come see you. Hell yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I can't wait either. So, and I appreciate you having me, man. It was a always a pleasure and i definitely look forward to the next time thanks bro have a nice day bro stay safe you too my g peace peace i want to thank track sounds for coming on the podcast it was an honor to have him on obviously one of the best producers in the game right now dj from maxo cream he's doing big things that's going to take us to our next music break this is the tom bomb podcast on pop radio worldwide with spotify premium and iHeartRadio. Oh boy, this shit bangin'. Look at my rollie, don't never tick tock. I got the bands, I make this shit pop. Turn the 
money and loving it to my new thought. Busting a move, she showing the block. She with the thotty action. She throwing booty with no traction. She don't give a fuck about your reaction. She scoring numbers like Scotty Pimpin'. She doing numbers, top of the chart. She got niggas running brown after dark. That's my thought, and I love it real hard. You niggas feeling, but ain't got no balls. Leave you on bread, she gon' break your heart. Body bag, body bag, body bag. She born out for the win. Body bag, body bag, body bag. She born out for the win. Yeah, she born out for the win. She came in, new diamonds on the set. She let her rolly, but want a new. I want to welcome everyone back to the Tom Bomb Podcast. This is the best part of the show. Music review. This is my favorite part of the show. First song we're going to view today, We by Trippy Red. I'm a big dog. Who you wanna? Diamonds on my wrist and on my. Before I say anything about the song, great album by Trippy Red. Overall, top to bottom, amazing album. I think it's the second best album after Life's a Trip. For this song, I'm going to go 8.9. For the next song we're gonna review, Armed and Dangerous by Kane Vaughn. I'm going to give this song a 9.7. I want to shout out Kane Vaughn. Obviously, rest in peace, Kane Vaughn. Uh, amazing album. Welcome to O-Block. Go stream it now. Um, he owned the Masters, so all the money's going to go to his family. So it's important to stream that now. Next song we're going to review, Tweaking by Doughboy and Future. I'm not gonna lie, this song's fucking fire. Future never misses. Uh, I'm gonna go 9.6. Shout out Future, shout out Doughboy. Next song we're gonna review Stay Down, Little Dirk, Six Black, and Young Thug. I really like this song. I really enjoyed this song. I think Little Dirk is amazing. I think he's really good. Um, Six Black, great background, great catchy background. I have this song on repeat. Obviously, Young Thug does his thing. He never misses. I'm going to go... Hmm. I'm going to go 8.9. Solid song. Uh, it went immediately on my playlist. Next song we're going to review. Slow Flow, Buster Rhymes. 
Old Dirty Bastard. Shout out Old Dirty Bastard, RIP. Buster Rhymes bring the old school shit back. Let's go. Come on. What? 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 Cataclysmic, how I mastered the wicked division of spitting, nigga, pass what you wishing. The super surpassing your vision, and whatever you thinking, of course. Bags are sick and make them gag when I'm shitting. Type of flow, see the fact is I'm back and I'm stacking them up. How I'm heating the planet, niggas be calling me solar maximum. So effortless in how I'm a. Yo, that beat is absolutely fucking insane. Sounds like I'm in a video game. Old Dirty Bastard. Amazing. I'm really wondering how long Busta Rhymes had that verse for because they were friends before he died. Busta Rhymes, amazing verse. Both verses are amazing. Um, dude, 9.7. 9.7. Amazing song. I think that's one of Busta Rhymes' best songs he's ever made. Next song we're going to review, Sucks to Be You by St. John. I know it's going to sound like I'm being extra generous this week, but a lot of great music came out this week. Shout out St. John. I'm not going to lie. That's one of my favorite songs playing right now. I'm going to go 9.8. Look out for his new album coming out. Next song we're going to do, going back to the Kaden Vaughn album. I know this might sound biased because he passed away, but I had this playlist before he even passed away. Next song we're going to review, The Code, Polo G, Kaden Vaughn. In my personal opinion, Polo G is the hottest person out right now. Younger generation. I think I understand the numbers, Lil Baby, NBA Youngboy. Polo G's killing it. He literally never misses. He hasn't missed. This was a great look for Chicago. I'm glad this got public before Vaughn passed away. 9.4. This is a great song. I'm looking forward to more Polo G shit. Always. Uh, go stream The Goat if you haven't. Polo G's album. Next song we're going to review. Losses by Lil TJ. That was a solid song by Lil TJ. I'm going to give it an 8.3. I don't think it's his best music, but it is good to hear from him. He's been silent as of late. Not all year, but I am looking forward to his next project. That's going to be it for the music review this week. When we come back from our music break, 
It's going to be artists to look out for and who we need more music from. It's the Tom Bomb Podcast on Pop Radio Worldwide with iHeartRadio and Spotify Premium. Feeling you, I thought you were the one. I knew you were the one because you weren't about the bucks. Show you where you're going, you're missing out on my love. Why you gotta do me like that? I'm under the bus, and yeah. All them things you did to me, I was pressure. Baby, they didn't know how I fell into depression. I hit my feels because I knew that you wouldn't get it. So back to the duffel, big chill, and I'm in it. I've been feeling kind of lovesick. I know you don't expect me to see on some dub shit. I don't really have friends who wanna fuck with my plan Was to be with you the only person going up with Nah, I'm a loner in my empty circle I did the pen and my tears riding in my journal Every song got your name in it And I'm afraid you'll be ashamed of it Like Welcome back to Tom Bomb Podcast We're on Pop Radio Worldwide With Spotify Premium and iHeartRadio I wanna shout out to on the Don, bro He's been killing it on the commercials This entire episode Shout out New Jersey Let's get into it who do I need more music from? Who's been too silent? I mean, it's obvious if you're a real hip-hop fan. Pusha T. Where's Pusha T? He drops Daytona, one of the best albums of the year. I think that that's 2018. So that's two years without that album from him. He ruined... I mean, nobody else has ever done this. He publicly gave Drake an L. Obviously, it doesn't affect Drake's whole career, but... People did question his pen after that. I mean, I'm not going to touch the whole Sun situation. That's kind of fucked up. But Pusha T, I need more music from. I think he's one of the hardest rappers doing it. Daytona was a classic album. That's his best album, I think, Daytona. Um, I really need more Pusha T music. He's been on a few features this year. Killed every one of them. I need a whole project from him. I don't want to be the person to say this. But someone's got to do it. I also need more music from 50 Cent. I understand he's making all the money with power. He's got all the other shit going on. You're one of the best rappers of all time. I need something from you. An album, mixtape. The last tape you dropped, Too Rich for the Bitch, amazing. You had Post Malone on there. And then he goes on Pop Smoke's album. He also produced the whole Pop Smoke album. Which is amazing. But like, And he kills his verse. But where is your album? I need something from him. Like, it's the same thing with Kanye West. It's just like, yeah, you get famous, you make money all these other ways, but like, this is what got you famous. The culture needs you. Too much mumble rap. 50 Cent, please make a comeback. Even a fucking EP, a four song EP. I need something for 50 Cent. I love 50 Cent. I think Get Richard I Try is the top. Five album of all time. I need more music from 50 Cent. It's time to pick the artist to look out for this week. This week I got Dea Doe from Newark, New Jersey. I'm, I'm going to get him on the show. I've already talked to him. His music's fire. Lil Dev is coming up in New Jersey. And him, I think they're the two best upcoming artists in New Jersey right now. No disrespect to anyone else. Um, let's check out his song, Distractions. I just caught my plug and told him send a couple packs and I'm rapping and trapping all day. Distractions. I be talking money, money, talking with a accent. I be overthinking, but the studio relaxing. I just caught my plug and told him send a couple packs and I'm rapping and trapping. Way too many phone calls, trying to get up in my zone, but that shit's so hard. Too many distractions all day. Gross the word on the play, too aggravated today, and I'm in the booth, right? My verse, I 
can't even think straight, but Johnny said, duh, it's okay, so I know it's okay. Trying, but I still can't manage to scale, little nigga, but I still do damage. No cat, little nigga, don't test my... Yo, shout out my New Jersey artist. I can't wait to have him on the show, and I can't wait till he blows up, goes viral worldwide. That's going to be it for the Tom Bomb Podcast this week. Season 2, Episode 4. We're on Pop Radio Worldwide, iHeartRadio, and Spotify Premium. Got a drop on this flexing nigga. He from Tennessee. I had a thought. She be with this shit. She told me way be. I say for show. Baby, let me know if you want to eat. She like, Vaughn, you already know. Just put your girl on fleet. I'm like, cool. I can do that, boo. What you want? Some shoes? Jimmy Choo. What a handbag, too. Red up, baby blue. She gets the smile. She ain't used to this. Cause she ain't used to shit. I'm just laughing. Could have been a pimp. The way I move my lips. Vaughn. I am what I am. What I'm not. See, I never beat. Niggas whooping up until we meet. Boom. Catch him like it for him on TV. Boom. Boom. And if I should die, hey. I'm pushing the murder rate. My niggas go slide every day. He be talking that shit, I can't wait. So it's bad. I am what I am. I am. What I'm not, see, I never beat. Uh-uh. No. Niggas whooping up until we meet. Boom. Catch him like it for him on TV. And if I should die, I'm pushing the murder rate. Hey. My niggas go slide every day. Hey. He be talking that shit, I can't wait. Hey, look, you know how we 